I'm Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pieces of beer and wine. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call, 314-343-0294. They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294. 314-343-0294 and a thank you for your business. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You are listening to the In The Zone Network. To the end of zone network, Palmer Alexander, the living legend KIL, one L Kimba Kiss still kills. Joining me in studio is our NBA insider, Josh Price, host of the Price Check, and he is joining me in studio, sponsored by Cafe Piazza, right on time for All Star Weekend. So, Josh, listen, um, it's good to see you, brother. Likewise, um, uh, haven't haven't seen you since um, since the training game, and we'll we'll talk about that uh, before we you know we wrap the segment up. But first off, okay, we got the All Star Weekend. Um, I want to talk about a few things around league, if you don't mind, before oh, yeah. you know get into that. Um, so this past weekend, you know, I watched the uh, the Clippers and the the Milwaukee Bucks play. Uh, I think it was on ESPN. It may have been on, on ABC or whatnot. So, uh, one of the things that that I that I noticed watching Milwaukee play is that I noticed that they had more ball handlers now, and they 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 took the ball out of Giannis' hands, mm-hmm. and then I saw him doing something different. I actually saw him posting up like a traditional big man, and 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 now it, it seemed like he kind of. It changed their offensive flow, and I, 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 I've never seen them do that before. But I think it's encouraging, you know, because they're gonna need to adjust and do things like that if they want to play deep into the playoffs. So, I think, I think losing to Brooklyn early in the season taught them a lesson. Um, and, and for those of y'all who may not remember that Brooklyn game, I think it was maybe one of the first few games. Of the season, but it was right before the James Harden trade. It was Kyrie, KD doing their thing, um, and Giannis passed up or passed the ball to Chris Middleton at the end of the game. Had a chance to maybe get a layup at the end of the game to tie it or win it. Didn't do so. But from that point, you've seen them play a lot less of Brook Lopez. You've seen them play a lot more of Giannis at the five. They're mixing in, you know, Bobby Portis next to him. They're going super small next to him with, you know, when Drew Holiday has been healthy and not dealing with COVID. Him, Middleton, DiVincenzo, Connaughton. You know, they just got a lot of guys that they can throw out from the perimeter right now. Um, but I think they're starting to to try to diversify that offense a little bit because they know come playoff time, 
that's really going to be what they need to do if they really want to have championship aspirations. And, you know, a key guy that may go under a lot of people's radar, DJ Augustine, you know, um, a very capable uh, ball handler, very capable shot maker. Yes, sir. Um, a guy that, that can give you 32. You yes. know what I'm saying? So on any given night, and he gives them scoring, but he gives them a ball handler because – that's what I talked about, the thing that they was lacking. They lacked ball handlers because uh, Giannis, you know, uh, holding the ball and dribbling 16 seconds out of a shot clock, you know, was getting was getting them knocked out of the playoffs. And I think what they've started to realize now, and you can look at the numbers, you know, the last you know two weeks or so, they're in a position where they've been able to take the ball out of Giannis's hands some, but also allow him to still get his same numbers. Which means to tell me he's getting better shots, he's getting more efficient shots, he's not having to create for himself so much, which is allowing them to be a little bit more versatile on offense. And I think that's going to be the key for them. Because uh, right now we know Brooklyn is lurking. They can score with anybody. Uh, you know, if you need them to score 140, they'll get you 145. <laughs> you know, it, they know getting a bucket is not the problem. So you either have to try to match them bucket for bucket or be able to put enough offense out there to know that, okay, if and when we are able to get stops, we can capitalize on it. I'm glad that you brought Brooklyn up because that was the one thing. Uh, I don't doubt their offensive prowess, but playoffs, you know, it's, just, it's, a, it's a different beast. Yep. And, and so you, you wonder, you know, what what would this team do when they really going to need a stop? And Quiet has kept – Philadelphia looks really good, yes. you know, and especially with Joel Embiid, and he really seemed as, as determined as as ever. I mean, what do you think? Joel's the MVP of the league right now. Really? I, I say it on wax. He's the MVP <laughs> of the league right now. Um, I think he Philly that they're, they're the best team in the East, at least record wise. He is putting up basically like vintage, you know, like Shaq type of numbers. And he looks he looks like he has a different level of focus this year that he hasn't had in previous seasons. Maybe some of that is credit to Doc for, you know, really getting in there and coaching him hard or coaching him the way that he needs to. Um, but Joel's the MVP of the league right now. It, hands down, that's like, granted, of course, you know, the, the Laker fandom in me wants to throw some votes at LeBron, but Lakers have been in the tailspin when, since Anthony Davis got hurt. Um, there's no other team in the East right now, I guess, outside of the Bucks that could say they have an MVP candidate. Um, you can't really give it to you know one of the Brooklyn guys because KD has missed a lot of time now. James Harden, you know, just got there. Not to mention what he did to get out of Houston to get there in the first place. Um, and Kyrie, I mean, he's played well, but he's not an MVP candidate. So I think at this point, it's Embiid's award to lose. You got you know. LeBron, Jokic, Lurkin, those types of guys. But as far as the Eastern Conference goes right now, I think when it's all said and done, we're going to be looking at Brooklyn and Philly, and one of those two teams is going to be in the, uh, in the NBA Finals. That is the voice of Josh Price. He hosts the Price Check. He is our NBA insider on the End Zone Network. We're going city to city, state to state, uh, keeping it in the Eastern Conference. Um, another team that that has caught my attention and I, I like them on the low and been, been rooting for them. And I'm a huge fan of Mitchell Robinson with the New York Knicks. I like RJ Barrett. Yeah. I love the play of Julius Randle and, and the trade with them, with them getting Derrick Rose. 
Um, this is a fun Knicks team to watch. They're going to have some representation in the slam dunk uh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for the Knicks, and I'll tell you something else. Um, they match up pretty good with, with a lot of teams because they got a good coach. They got a lot of athleticism. They, you know, and, and Julius Randle is, is playing the best basketball of his career. Life out. And, and, and think about this. I think he's shooting almost uh, – 40% from, from three-point range, and, and that's something that I didn't even ever envision him being able to do when he came into the league. And, you know, playing with the Lakers, I mean, we didn't see that. Right. Uh, but but now you see his game totally evolved, and he's emerging as, as a leader. Um, and, and, a, and a guy that should be an all-star. Yeah. You know, you know he, he showed that he deserved to be an all-star, you know, this year. Um I watched a game of theirs against the Magic a few weeks back, and it was amazing to me just how comfortable he seemed with the ball in his hands setting up the offense. Um, and that's a wrinkle that I don't think a lot of teams in the East will be prepared for, you know, night in and night out. And then, you know, look, quiet as it's kept, the Knicks are a playoff team right now. And so, you know, you get a team like that in the playoffs, especially in a weird season in the way that we have it right now, anything can happen. Not saying that they could win the East, but they're a scrappy team. They have an identity. Um, Randall has played well. Like you said, R.J. Barrett has played well. I love Emmanuel Quickly. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. He, like, they, they remind me of an old-school Knicks type of team where it's not a whole lot of flashy names, but between the lines, they're going to give you everything they got. Do you think that helps them this upcoming offseason, you know, if, if a free agent looks at them and say, okay, they got some hard, they they, they got D-Rose, uh, they, they got Mitchell Robinson, they, they got R.J. Barrett, they got Randall, they, they got some cap space. Do, do you think that makes them a little bit more attractive? I think it makes them more attractive. I just don't know who's going to be available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you saw before the season started, Paul George signed an extension to stay with the Clippers. Uh, we don't know what Kawhi is going to do, but I don't know that he really would consider leaving the Clippers in that situation as it's currently built and some of the flexibility that they may have moving forward um, to go to a Knicks team that still really wouldn't be a finished product even if they got him. So, um, you know, and Andre Drummond, do you really go out and try to sign him when you have Mitchell Robinson already? That Like, those are the questions you'll have to ask yourself. Um, but I do think a, a star should consider them. I just don't know if they'll be able to do it this offseason. And you know another guy that that just got released by the Pistons, Blake Griffin, and there's going to be a lot of teams looking for services. What do you foresee him possibly landing? All signs point to Brooklyn right now. Um, if you're Brooklyn, I don't know, like I don't know what you're expecting to get out of Blake because he's not. I mean, he's not a center. He's not going to play the five for you. He doesn't really at least from what I've seen on the court in Pistons games this year, he don't have a whole lot left in his legs. And that's just, you know, years and years of injuries on his knees and other, you know, lower extremities. You know, at some point that just pile up and it becomes too much for somebody to overcome. And I think we might just be at that point with Blake. Um, Do you think, could he, could he, could he help you in the limited row if, if if you give him maybe twenty minutes a night? Could he help you in that capacity? So yeah, so like that's the I think that's where I'm a, a little torn. So like for Brooklyn, right? He's definitely better than whatever forward you're gonna have coming off the bench already behind KD 
and you know Joe Harris and, and some of those guys. Um, so he's definitely worth the investment, especially now that you don't have to trade for him. Yeah, bring him on. I don't know how that helps their current weakness in being able to get stops and protect the rim. Like that's not necessarily what they need, but it's definitely a nice piece to have, especially with the way that they're building. You know, playing small, playing with pace. And I think you're right. The fact that he doesn't have the explosiveness makes him a liability on on defense. Yeah. So, it, but but I also saw some 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 of the rumor mills that the Lakers may have some interest in him. Would the Lakers have interest in him, and how would he fit in with them? So he basically would, in my opinion, probably be playing those Markeith Morris types of minutes where it's like, okay, instead of Markeith being the person coming to get 15 to 18 minutes a night, it would be Blake probably playing him next to like a Mark Gasol, which that signing doesn't look as good as it did in the offseason. But, you know, Mark has been serviceable, especially in the games where AD hasn't played. Um but he, it would be another one of those things where he's just accepting a limited role to, you know, be on a championship contender at this point in his career. We 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 recording this in this All-Star weekend, and uh, the Utah Jazz is one of the best teams in the Western Conference. I don't know if they can beat the Lakers, but they sure as hell look a little bit more scarier than they have before. They do. Um, I think the same problem that they've had in previous years will persist again, though, where you're just going to get into some of these playoff series and you're going to have you know, a team where you don't have the best player on the court. And a lot of times when we get deep into the playoffs, when you're talking about second-round conference finals and potentially NBA finals, Having the best player on the court means something. So when you step into a series where you go against a you know Lakers team where, especially if fully healthy, you are looking at LeBron and Anthony Davis being the two best guys on the court. You go up against you know Denver. Jokic is the best guy on the court. You go up against the Clippers. They have you know Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Granted, they did beat the Clippers last year, but the Clippers also look like a, a little bit better team and a little bit more focused team now than they did at different points in the playoffs last year. So you still are going to run into the problem where it's going to be the Donovan Mitchell show and you're going to run up against nights like he had in Philly, you know, late last week where he goes like 12 for 34. And it doesn't look quite as good as it has at different points of the season. Now, they are built you know, to play versatile, have a lot of different lineups, a lot of different looks, a lot of interchangeable parts, but you have to have guys that you can go to in crunch time, and, and I think a lot of times they're not going to have enough firepower to beat the teams that they're going to go up against. But I think a lot of people are, are, are saying, and I've seen them play too, they rely a lot on their defense too because right. I think that's one of the things they have to generate, generate their offense Jordan Clarkson is really an X factor to that team too, mm-hmm. because I don't. There are not many guys that can come off the bench that can get you forty. I mean, not thirty, but forty. Yeah. And he's seasoned. Of we've seen him at Mizzou when you know he was a one and done at Mizzou, but he balled out at Mizzou. Yep. And so we saw him ball out with the Lakers. He's played in the finals. I mean, so he's seen it. He's seen it all. So coming off the bench is nothing to him. Uh, you know, he's almost like a, a, a better version of Nick Young. So, you know, 
love Jordan Clarkson. Love the player that he's grown into because now it seems like he's a little bit more comfortable in that bench scoring role. Um, Utah has found a way to, you know, allow him to fit in perfectly coming off the bench and being that number one scoring option. I need to see it from him in the playoffs a little bit. Um, granted, you know, he got to the finals with Cleveland, you know, the last year that LeBron was there. But, of course, that was LeBron carrying, you know, carrying the team to the finals that outside of him didn't really stand a chance. So, I, I want to see it again, especially against, you know, good competition. Again, first, second, maybe even conference finals if they can get that far. But that's asking a lot of them to say that, okay, at some point we're going to have to beat any two of both L.A. teams and Denver. That that gets pretty darn nowhere. That is Josh Price, host of the Price Check on the In The Zone Network. We're going city to city, state to state worldwide so uh tell the listeners what's going on with the price check so price check man we actually uh did a real cool thing here last week did our first mailbag episode full audio to the mailbag episode is up on podomatic right now uh but we are releasing youtube clips of each question that we answered on that mailbag episode on the price check youtube channel so go ahead you know like subscribe youtube channel price check on youtube we also have at price check pod on twitter so you know, make sure to you know follow us, get all the content firsthand right there. Um, we, you know, on video number three so far, talking about Steph Curry and where he ranks all time amongst, you know, point guards, the greatest point guards of all time. Um, and we got about seven more videos to go. So great. go ahead and, you know, keep pushing them out. Right on. And by the way, uh, Josh also joined our broadcast for a game when we did Trinity and Luther North and appreciate you being a part of the broadcast and actually uh, help create a larger vision for the network, man. So, you know, we just got big and bad things to come, man. Hey, no, no, I definitely appreciate it, man. There is no price check without In The Zone. So we, we got to put that on wax too, baby. All right, so that's the voice of Josh Price, host of The Price Check. You can hear him on the In The Zone network. We're going city to city, state to state worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pieces of beer and wine. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call, 314-343-0294. They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294, 314-343-0294, and a thank you for your business. <laughs> 